0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Being estranged from your partner is a difficult enough process in itself. uh, But what if you still have to share a house with them? A high court hearing heard of a husband telling his estranged wife, whom he shares a home with, that she needed a court order to cross into his side of the house to turn on the heating. So how common is this kind of thing? Well, uh, um, Patricia O'Connor, a uh, family law solicitor here in Limerick, is uh, on the line uh, to talk to us. Good morning to you, Patricia. Good morning, Joe. So did hearing something like this, did it shock you or is it something you've come across or things like it pretty regularly in the course of your work?
0: Um, I, I suppose I'm, I'm happy to say it's it's a fairly uncommon incident, really. Um. Now, there is new, offence um, um, in the domestic violence legislation, this idea of coercive control, which is where this this, uh, this particular case seems to have stemmed from. And that is something that is sort of gathering traction, if you like. Um, so it, it probably is something that is going to become more common in, 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 in times to come. Um, I suppose the ideal for people when this separate is that one or other moves out and they can both move on with their lives. But unfortunately, some people are going to be stuck in a situation that they simply financially or for other reasons can't do that. So it is something that, that is going to, to to always be there, I suppose. Mm.
1: And Patricia, what are your options if you find yourself living in a house with an estranged partner?
0: Well, legally, if, if both people own a house, jointly, then they are as entitled as each other to be in the House, if I could put it to you like that. So the only way that you can have a spouse or a a partner that that they're living with, if you qualify um, under the the, the various acts and so on, the domestic violence legislation, the only way that you can have somebody actually physically removed from the House is by way of a court order, and that is either in the district court by looking for a barring order, or in the circuit court as part of separation or divorce proceedings. So if you are in the unfortunate position, and a lot of people are in the position that, you know, obviously the ideal is if people separate, that they can negotiate a deed of separation between themselves. They can jointly decide, look, okay, the marriage is over, this is how we're going to move on. And that deed of separation, you know, we would always recommend to people, actually there's a legal obligation on solicitors to recommend to people, but they go for mediation. And the family mediation service is an excellent um, facility that's there. It's, it's run by the Legal Aid Board. It's run through the court service now. And the idea of mediation is that people will go to mediation and they will literally have five, six, seven sessions with the mediator. They'll sit down and they'll deal with whatever is relevant to their situation. And they will, in effect, trash out a sort of a draft separation agreement. And then you'll come back to your solicitor with that and it'll be put into legal form and your separation agreement is signed between you. As I say, that's the ideal. doesn't always happen. Um, not you know, mediation doesn't suit everybody. Depending on personality type, depending on the issues. Um, so, if you can't reach agreement, then you your your only other ob- ob- sorry, uh, um, opportunity is to go to the courts, either for a decree of judicial separation or for a divorce. If you've been living apart from each other for for, for two years.
1: Uh, and what would happen to the home in that case?
0: Um. During the period, unfortunately it is quite common that during the period while you're waiting to, to get to court that both parties are still living under the same roof. And that isn't a great situation for anybody. Um, from dealing with people in that situation, really, unfortunately there is just that element of sort of knuckling down and getting on with it. I'm afraid a lot of people don't have another alternative and they, they, they just regard it as look, this has to be done to get to court. You you try to set out ground rules. If you can at all, try to split the house. This is my room. That's your room. You know, obviously things like kitchen, possibly bathrooms and so on have to be shared. But an um, awful lot, a lot of people, unfortunately, will just literally just retreat into their room and that's where they live. You know, they'll come out to the kitchen for, you know, cooking and, and whatever. But the less interaction between the parties, the better. Now, having said that, if there is uh, violence or anything like that in the home, you can always go back to the court before the case, the full case comes on for hearing, and you can look for a safety order or a barring order. Like, all those legal remedies are still Uh, there.
1: And and I also imagine that, you know, COVID will add to the conflict, you know, the pressure it's putting on everybody.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing about it is, you see, Domestic violence legislation is there for a specific purpose. It's there to protect. So if it's genuine, if, if it's just an unpleasant situation and there's no threat of violence, then unfortunately a judge isn't going to be able to do anything. You know, a judge isn't going to be able to, to grant you a safety order. Which A safety order is an order whereby the other person can't do anything that will put you in fear. It doesn't put them out of the house. It allows them to continue living in the house but they can't do anything that would put you in fear and, and breathe the
1: safety order orders a criminal offence. F- from your experience, we're talking to a um, family law solicitor here in Limerick, Patricia O'Connor. Is it more normal for the house to be sold and for, you know, whatever profits might be there to be split between um, the two or, or that one person moves out and the other stays in the home?
0: Um... This generally wouldn't be looked at until after the, the the court proceedings, if you're if you're taking the route of a judicial separation or a divorce. Um, it really does depend on the circumstances. Um, after the separation, once everything's been decided, uh, I suppose the judge has made an order, for argument's sake, of the judge, as to what's to happen with the House. The judge's order is going to depend on the family circumstances. So if there's young children... A judge will generally tend to leave the house in joint names till your youngest breach is 18 or maybe 21. Generally, 18. At that stage, you know they've got the and cert done, they're ready to go to college. A house can be sold at that stage. Proceeds split 50/50 or whatever way the, the, the judge has has deemed it to, to be fair. If you have a couple who don't have children, then they may very very well decide jointly that they're going to sell the house and move on, split the proceeds, and move on with their lives. Um, and obviously that's an easier situation because you have that, while we don't have what's called a clean split divorce, you do tend to have that clean split between people. They don't have the the same connection that they will have if they have children together, particularly where those children are young. because. Nice you know, you have to deal
1: with people as a parent Yeah, yeah, very difficult circumstances there's no doubt about it if uh, people find themselves uh, in uh, this or a similar situation and uh, as I say in the particular case, imagine telling an estranged wife that you need a court order to cross into my side of the house to turn on the heating Uh, Patricia O'Connor who is a family law solicitor here in Limerick, uh, thanks very much
0: Call Limerick Today Now on 46 19.95